When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, producer Yo. John McClain. Right. What's up? What's up, buddy? All right. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We did it. It's beautiful out. We've, it's been beautiful for the whole week. We're doing good. We're doing good, gang. Yeah. We're doing real good. We're yeah. doing good. Okay, what do we know? Uh, this oh. looks very complicated to me. The governor yeah. held his press conference yesterday regarding um, school in the fall. What's going to happen? It was a long one. As you, as a dad, yes. parent of uh, at least three of your kids, go to school, right? Mm-hmm. What's up? Well, that's the weird thing is we don't. We kind of know and we don't know, um, and. And I will give, I will, I want to give credit to the governor and his team for, for understanding that you need a nuanced approach to this because I believe, as he said, what the, the spread of COVID-19 in Minneapolis and what would be, what the Minneapolis school district looks like is very different from, I believe he said, Ottertail County. So it's not like just a statewide mandate of, okay, it's all distance learning that might not make sense for all districts because if you do like a county by county breakdown of COVID-19 it's very it's very uneven I mean there are some places that it's very hot just like there are some states that are hot there are some counties that are hot there are some counties where like if you're in Watertown I don't know how many cases you have it's significantly less than the closer in you get to where population size starts to grow so it's nuanced it's school districts have to make up their own mind he gave them guidance you still have the three options we don't know yet most school districts uh, anecdotally from what i heard will be giving out like their official plan sometime in about the next 10 days 10 days but that's tricky because uh then you just have a few days before the, they'll be releasing some of this information just a week or less before teachers are to report and uh, just a couple weeks out of when, maybe three weeks out of when kids start class, I did hear one thing that he mentioned, families would have the, the, the option to opt out. So let's say you're in a district and they said, all right, we're going back full time. We're full time. You'll wear your masks and we'll be there five days a week. Um, you could just say, you know what? That's not the right setup for us right now. We've got our concerns and they must then give you a distance learning option. So you will have some flexibility in that regard. I think um, I think that the majority of bigger districts, you know, just sort of 
that are in and around the Twin Cities are going to do some form of a hybrid. That's what it seems like. Um, but as the you know Governor Walls did say, look, I get it. It's not the most simple plan, but it's got to be nuanced because we have to look at these different districts in very different ways. Some have buildings that are better set up for social distancing. Um, they've got to have the right sanitizing operation. That's in place. what I was wondering. So if they're not going to have a plan announced to these parents mm-hmm. until a week before teachers have to report, I mean, there's so many things that have to be put in place. Yeah. You know, and I, it costs money. For sure. And then, you know, there's another level of complication depending on, let's say a school district says, we're going to do the hybrid thing. We want to do the hybrid. Um, then there, there are various ways to implement a hybrid strategy. And, um, you know, you could have some kids coming on Monday and Wednesday, other kids coming on Tuesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. And then you could keep it that way always, or you could switch the days the next week. I heard that that was one option that one district may have been looking at. Anecdotally, no district has officially talked about this, um, but just talking with other parents. And then that could become a nightmare for just what day are we? Are we Monday, Wednesday this week? Or are we, are yeah. we Tuesday, Thursday? You need this to like week? keep a calendar on your fridge so I, you know. Okay, Johnny <laughs> yeah. goes in on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. But it's, uh, I I mean, if I were governor, and I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not. I haven't gotten one single vote. Mm-hmm. I think I would have said, <laughs> let's just hybrid this for the fall, like just everywhere. Let's do it. or or I mean, some districts will just say we're just doing full distance learning. But I think some parents felt a little bit of a bummer yesterday because they wanted to figure out how give us the info what will it look like how can we then process this info and implement our strategy and figure out what we need to do with our work schedules this fall and instead it's like a it's a hurry up and wait kind of a situation but again i get it i i the governor <laughs> has had a tough gig in all of this trying to figure this out and hearing from a lot of different people and having to make some sort of plan for so many different districts and they just look so different one from the other so wasn't exactly the answer that everybody was looking for and i think now parents and students just hope that their district gets word back to them sooner than later right. but it seems right. like it's going to be like a couple weeks before See, i didn't really realize that it. i thought i heard k through at least in i think eden prairie like mm. k through grade three is full-time um don't believe believe me i don't know yeah for right. sure so don't listen well, to me but i i thought i had heard that there was some definitive in woodbury they sent a mc got a voice message on a, on his phone that said that the the school board would be meeting on monday mm, and making yeah. decisions for got a couple it. of hours so i think they will at least know in washington county got it what's going yeah. to go on oh my god and See, i think in carver county their their um their plan is to make public the plan around the 10th august 10th i believe um so what you gonna do guys i don't know you're gonna have to adjust how is lou doing with all Mm. of this with the quarantine because you know obviously this has been going on since the kids were supposed to be in school yeah uh earlier in the in the spring yeah this is like a six-month summer for a woman who very vocally has said and my sister homeschools mind you my uh my Lou has always said, I cannot homeschool. I am just not, I'm not cut from that cloth. I just, that's not. So this is like her nightmare. <laughs> the okay, kids being so home it is tough. This long. Oh yeah. And she had a baby when she, uh, she talked about this on Twin Cities Live. She did such a nice job in the uh, interview that I did with her, but she talked about, 
you know, um, she was dealing with postpartum depression when this pandemic oh set gosh. in. And so uh, it's, oh. yeah, she's having, it's tough sledding for her. And then just the concept of like, you got a baby, the baby's crawling all around. We got to figure out what's going on. Are the kids going back? Usually throughout her parenting, she's always had some reprieve in that at least some kid or kids goes back to school during the school year. Sure. Um, she's never been at home alone. Um, like she's been a stay at home mom for the last 10 years and has never had a time when it's like, Oh, everybody's gone now, you know? So yeah, yeah that's a lot. She's looking for a little, uh, little reprieve. So I'm, sure. I got to figure something out where she can just have a little R and R. Yeah. Right. Like get the kids out of there for a couple hours, go for a walk in the How park. About a couple days. Yeah. yeah maybe a couple days. <laughs> yeah. Let well, her you know, have a little piece. Can you go, can my, you take them all to your sister's house? Well, you, you know what? Yes. Sister. My sister is actually going to do, um, she's doing this, uh, she calls it the cousincation, a cousin vacation together, where they're going to go to a campground okay. and uh, and do it overnight in August. So okay, so you got that. And then we got to. guys. I'm screwed. Why? What's happening? Our our 15th anniversary is coming up in like a week, oh. and we don't have a singular plan. It's like it just feels like another thing that the pandemic and we already didn't really <laughs> celebrate the 10th anniversary. You know, when you have those every five years, it feels like you should ring the bell a little louder. Mm-hmm. But we're living in a weird pandemic world and everything gets canceled. I don't oh, know. Gosh. Do you think she wants a puppy for her anniversary? Maybe. Yeah. Oh my God. No, maybe I, now that you, you just say, said no. Yeah, now that you said all of this, I, I feel take like back. I feel bad about us trying to push the puppy. <laughs> we d- I did too. Well, Instantly, when he started sorry. saying this, I'm like, no, oh, I'm sorry. But then we talked, we were talking this morning, and she was like, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe now is the better time. The kids are going to be home more likely this fall. And then by this time next summer, Dev's a year and a half. He's walking. He's he's much. He's, he's walking here. I'm walking here. Oh, got a oh rattle. God. You should get him a shirt that says "I'm walking here." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a great idea. Yes. Right? Oh, it's oh, funny. I don't know. Uh, maybe put a picture of like uh, Christopher walking. Christopher walking on the shirt. I'm walking, I'm walking here. here. That's got to be a shirt. That's got to be a graphic. Well, I told you that when I was in Cape May, New Jersey, it's like this cute little town, boutique-y, you know, and there was a hair salon that had one of those, you know, sandwich board looking things with a right outside with a picture of Christopher Walken. And it said, Walken's welcome. Isn't that cute? (laughs) That's That's funny. That's a good idea. We could do so much with that guy. Just don't tell him. (laughs) Because <laughs> it's probably like trademarked. Yeah, yeah, anyway, no, Facebook question for today is... Which celebrity would you choose to play you in a movie? Love it. If you had your druthers. Very Meanwhile, cool. Coming up next when we return, it's things that make you go, huh? Huh. For any, if you are a redhead, if you know a redhead, I'm about to tell you something about your head. And you huh. might not like it. Good morning, welcome back, and thank you for listening to the Donna and Steve show. You got it. Happy to... Happy to listen. I love this show. Yeah, it's a good show, right? (laughs) It has its days, I think. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I tell you, I really think this pandemic thing has uh, had a strange effect on our show. I think it has. It just me? Oh, no. Weird timing. The the (laughs) pandemic. Pandonic. Nope, that doesn't oh, work. Pandonic. I should have I should have said that in my head before I tried it out loud, but here we are. Yeah, you know, listen, I think our show has adapted to the, the current state and we're we're more loosey goosey 
and people are more loosey goosey. They need more loosey goosey. We need more Lucy uh, Goosey. (laughs) By the way, Goose makes me think of Animal. Walked outside of our garage today, a frog just, just dead by the, by my wife. My wife killed a frog last night. That happens. I did that to a bunch of turtles last year. No turtles. Steve, they were they. These turtles were like the size of like your fingernail. They were so tiny, and they were coming out of nowhere, and then they were growing, and they were those... um, And you were like, I got to take them out. They were snapping turtles. No, I didn't even know they were all over my driveway. Oh, wow. I mean, there was like 20 of them, (gasps) and I was like, what is that? And then the closer I looked, they barely even had a shell. You massacred a turtle family. Yeah. But then a lot of them did survive. A lot of them did. I'm going to go. Wow. Oh, mm, you, not you, you, <laughs> you, you to the turtles are Odana bin Laden. Oh, man. Let's not go back there, please. Oh, yeah. Anything Your else to share? Crush. Yeah. Gee, Your eye know. crush. Stop oh, it. Lord. No, but while you we're talking out. about animals, no, don't. All right. Don't say anything else. Um, I keep seeing the same turkey every day. How do you know? It's the same guy. It's on the ramp from 169 to 494. And he's always there and he's always looking at the cars. And I'm like, hey, dude, you're going to get killed someday if you just keep hanging out here. Yeah, like the turtles. Oh, man. You guys. Yeah, I got a rap sheet, Tom. You might want to buzz off. I get in a mood. I kind of do like Odana Bin Laden. Stop! It just works. This is like serious stuff. Syllabically. Syllabically. Oh, and then I saw a dead bird. Head ripped off of its body. Wow, this sounds like an episode out of Chernobyl. What's happening? What does it mean? What's going on in my neighborhood? And a baby peeper that was dead, too. What's a peeper? The peeper is a baby frog. Okay, great. Redheads, listen up! You've got less hair on your heads. Oh. You have less hair on your heads than people with other hair colors. You know, well, I think it would be fewer if I said fewer hairs. I should have said you have less, just less hair. There you go. Okay. Redheads have less hair on their heads than people with other hair colors. (laughs) You just said it the same exact (laughs) way. No, but no, it's because I said less. I think you say less hair. Hair is like a, all is just. One blob. unit, one unit. Whereas if you, but you would say you have fewer hairs on your head. Or lesser hair. Oh. Let's enter that one into it. I don't know about that. I see a lot of thick-headed, I mean thick-haired redheads. Not thick-headed. <laughs> the, the average redhead has 90,000 strands of hair versus... Hi everybody, this is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 110,000 strands for blondes. 140,000 for the lucky brunettes out there. Mm. But red hair is thicker than the other two. The strands are thicker. See, I'm yeah. very thin. Me I have too. a lot of hair, but it's very thin. Fine. Mm. Yeah, me too, Dawn. It sucks. Mm. This is something you may not have known about Woody Harrelson. Okay. Woody Harrelson's father, Charles, was a hitman who was convicted of killing a federal judge in Texas in 1979. Mm. I think I did know this. I didn't he, know about the judge. I knew about the hitman. Woody Harrelson's father died in federal prison, uh, serving a life sentence. That is jacked up. Shoot, man. I didn't know that when I woke up today. Shoot, man. Yep, that's my job. That's what I do. Shoot. <laughs> There's a I lot do. of weird stories like that. Like, didn't Charlize Theron's mother kill her father? Oh. In self-defense? Whoa. Am I just wow, imagining this? I've never this? heard that. I don't know. I think she witnessed it, too. Oh, Lord. Are you serious? I don't know if I am or not. I'm just going to stop saying random things. It's illegal to mispronounce the word Arkansas in Arkansas. You won't get arrested for calling it Arkansas, but they won't be happy. And it is technically illegal. There's another thing with the English language. So you're telling me that this is Kansas... We throw an AR in front of it, and we blow out every rule that we just learned about the word Kansas. How is it Arkansas, and how is it not a W at the end of that? I don't know. (sighs) Yeah, I don't. We're idiots. A lot of things are illegal there that they don't care about, like having a relationship with your brother. They don't enforce that. Hmm. Oh, mercy. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Missourians like to make fun of Arkansas because they're below us. Oh, see, that's how I feel. You guys talk about Wisconsin. And I I do that about West Virginia because I grew up in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Every state has a state they pick on. Right. Yes. It's true. Wonder who, but who does, like, who does West Virginia make fun of? Mississippi? (laughs) Maybe. Or maybe they're just like, I get you, man. I see you. (laughs) Let's have a Mountain Dew. They're so dumb, they make fun of East Virginia. (laughs) There you go. There you go, Doug. That's a good one. Uh, Anderson Cooper does not have any formal journalism training. He got his degree in political science from Yale and did his summer internships at the CIA. Oh, my gosh. He's very smart. He's a smarty guy. He's a smart guy. These are good. And I was right about Charlize Theron, by the way. Oh, my gosh, Donna. It's tragic. Can I read it to you? Yes. On June 21st, 1991... Theron's father, an alcoholic, threatened both teenage Charlies and her mother while drunk, physically attacking her mother and firing a gun at both of them. Theron's mother retrieved her own handgun, shot back, and killed him. Wow, how do you recover from that? Look at her life and what she's accomplished after that experience. Wow. See, that's one of those situations where it's like, I believe you, you get... Grace gets allotted to you like each day in mm-hmm. equal measure to what you're going through. So we on the outside are like, how could you possibly? But there must just be some sort of 
grace that it, you you get access to only when you encounter mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the rest of us are like, how? But you're like sort of standing in it and like Ooh. it must be something um, divine. Cassius Clay never legally changed his name to Muhammad Ali, oh. mainly because in the 1960s, you didn't need to. The Social Security Administration didn't require a legal change to switch your info on your Social Security card back then. Why not? What? That's so weird. That is weird. Sheesh. Alice. Oh. oh, that was good, Steve. Thanks. Those were great. That Thank you, guys. I really enjoyed really the gamut. Turtle Came from killings and yep, we got sure. it all. Redheads. Yeah. And it started with go. Odana bin Laden killing all the turtles. Stop it! Okay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's awful. When we come back, something beautiful though. Um, did you hear about the op-ed in the New York Times by John Lewis? Yes. Ah. Uh, so moving. We're going to visit that when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. And thank you so much for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Um, Dawn has uh, this story about um, John Lewis, the civil rights activist who passed away recently. I believe his funeral was held yesterday. Um Three different presidents um, appeared and spoke. We'll get to that. But he did something really special. He left something behind for everyone. He did. Like, even knowing that he was going to die, he wrote an op-ed to the New York Times saying, Hmm. I want you to publish this on the day of my funeral. Wow. Which they have. um, We have it linked up, actually, in the Jason Alexis show, show, show page. Uh, you can find it there. I also tweeted it. You can go to Dawn at Dark and find it. It has an audio recording with it. Um, and I think I'm just going to play. Um, we played the first half during the morning show. So I'll, I want to play a couple minutes of the last half. Um, yeah. uh, it's just beautifully moving. Uh, at this point in his letter, he's talking about how Dart, uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. inspired him when he was 15 years old, when he heard the voice of him uh and uh, what he wanted young people to do um, in, in this time, and it really applies to what's going on now. Ordinary people with extraordinary vision can redeem the soul of America by getting in what I call good trouble, necessary trouble, voting and part. I just want to stop for a second and say that this is uh, an actor reading this. It's sure. not him, but right. participating in the democratic process are key. The vote is the most powerful nonviolent change agent you have in a democratic society. You must use it because it is not guaranteed. You can lose it. You must also study and learn the lessons of history because humanity has been involved in this soul-wrenching existential struggle for a very long time. People on every continent have stood in your shoes, though decades and centuries before you. The truth does not change. And that is why the answers worked out long ago can help you find solutions to the challenges of our time. Continue to build union between movements stretching across the globe because we must put away our willingness to profit from the exploitation of others. Though I may not be here with you, I urge you to answer the highest calling of your heart and stand up for what you truly believe. In my life, 
I have done all I can to demonstrate that the way of peace, the way of love and nonviolence, is the more excellent way. Mm. Now it is your turn to let freedom ring. When historians pick up their pens to write the story of the 21st century, let them say that it was your generation who laid down the heavy burdens of hate at last, and that peace finally triumphed over violence, aggression, and war. So I say to you, walk with the wind, brothers and sisters, and let the spirit of peace and the power of everlasting love be your guide. That is unbelievable. Boy, that's fantastic. Wow. Did you hear him say, lay down the, um, the heavy burden of hate? Mm-hmm. Boy, isn't that poignant. Wow. Yeah. I mean, every time I listen to it, I find some other nugget. You can actually, in the article, read along with it as you listen, sure. which I think is helpful. Yeah. Well, that's... That's really special. In, in talking about um, voting, you know, it's interesting. I had a conversation um, just by happenstance uh, after a shoot a few days ago that we did. And it was with uh, a black man who was wearing um, a mask and on his mask, it just said vote. So he and I start talking afterward and um, and he starts telling me about what uh, what the last couple of months were like and how he had been involved in different protests that were happening um, here and that, you know, he was getting a lot of attention for, for what he was doing. So he had it was a really interesting and it was kind of kind of it was helpful for me because there right in front of me i i was just saying to him well like look i'm a white guy you're a black guy help help me understand i want to know what did you think when this happened and he was also the he's the the son of a police officer Mm -hmm. and he's a black man in america today and Mm -hmm. so i was like you know trying to figure out perspective how does that feel do you feel torn in both ways heartbroken in both ways is you know like and he had some really um impassioned thoughtful things to say but when i said what's the one thing like that you think people need to know more of coming out of all of this or as we continue to move through it excuse me and he just kept pointing to his mask and he said vote you just need to vote and john lewis said that there at the beginning and he said like people need to vote they need to be informed about all local levels of government and understand how that shapes and shifts culture and decisions that are made and the society that you are a part of and he just kept going back to vote 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 so it's interesting that just jumped out to me Mm, because i just had a conversation with a black man about that and the importance of that and then to hear uh the great john lewis saying vote you gotta vote yeah you gotta vote yep you know wow this makes me want to go back and read i think he has a couple of books um that he at least co-wrote he has a book called march hmm um, which now I have, I really feel like I want to delve into some of, some of this stuff. You know, you always think you're going to do, you know, you're going to read something, you're going to watch something, you're going to get to it. And then you realize, wow, I still haven't done that. Mm-hmm. And maybe now is, is the time yeah. to, to listen. I don't know, guys. Anyway, that was, that was really for, beautiful. Thanks, thanks for, for bringing that. Yeah, on and bringing it to our attention. Absolutely. And again, it's um, linked up on your show on, page. On our show page uh, in the uh, Jason Alexis show links tab. And if you're on Twitter, you can go to Dawn at Dark. I put a link up there. It's Perfect. a New York Times article. 
And then we had uh, Obama, Clinton, and Bush spoke at oh, yeah. his funeral, if we want to play a little bit of that, too. Yeah, we, I think we have a little montage. Okay. We thank you, God, for the life and legacy of Congressman John Lewis, who showed us this more excellent way of life. John Lewis was a walking rebuke to people who thought, well, we ain't there yet. We've been working a long time. Isn't that time to bag it? He kept moving. Listen, John and I had our disagreements, of course. But in the America John Lewis fought for, differences of opinion are inevitable elements and evidence of democracy in action. This idea that any of us, ordinary people, can stand up to the powers and principalities and say, no, this isn't right, this isn't true, we can do better. America was built by people like them. America was built by John Lewis's. Hmm. God, it just gives me chills. Wow. Well, we move from the John Lewis story to the latest in the Ellen saga, where Mm. there have been anonymous claims of racism, intimidation, um, unjust termination, toxic work culture by the show's top producers on the Ellen show. Um, Ellen has just put out a letter to her staff and to some degree takes responsibility in so far as the show bears her name. Um, she basically said she has not been able to keep up with um, everything that's been going on at work. And instead, she started as the as the show grew. Mm. And instead, she began to just rely on others to do their jobs the way that they knew that Ellen wanted them done. So. She apologized. She said she's committed to ensuring it doesn't happen again. Um, An inside source is saying that Ellen was uh, discouraged from addressing the allegations while the investigation was being conducted. And, you know, the show was renewed last year for another three years, which would put it through the fall of 2022, I believe. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I will link up this whole letter for everybody to read. It's from the Hollywood Reporter uh, got a hold of it. But um, she does thank them and says, I couldn't have have had the success that I had without all of your contributions. Um, I'm going to take steps to correct these these issues. Um, You know, and then she talked about the fact that she has experienced hatred and um uh, death threats when she came out as a gay woman and in working in the entertainment industry. And she just says she promises to do her part in continuing to push herself and everyone around her to learn and grow. Um, she's proud of the work that they do. And, you know, she said from day one, I told everybody that this was going to be a place of happiness uh, no one would ever raise their voice. Everyone would be treated with respect. There is one guy who I believe uh, has been terminated. He is an executive producer named Ed Glavin. Okay. And he basically said he was sorry to learn that even one person in their production family has had a negative experience, but he's gone bye-bye. I think other people are going to. But this doesn't really address all the rumors about Ellen being a mean person. Right. Sure. Yep. 
You now, know, this was a letter to her staff? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So right. this has nothing to do with, like, the it's public. It's not a public statement. I think I misunderstood that. Elizabeth Reese told us about it this morning, and I thought it was a public statement she was making. So this is an inner office memo Correct. that we are privy to. It's okay. a full letter to her staff, and The Hollywood Reporter got a hold of it. But I would like to hear what she has to say about the all the, the rumors that were circulating on social media from past employees and... Hmm. Um, you know, people who have just booked on the show. There's another article in page six that talks about um, that guests were asked to stroke her ego. Oh, Promoters. That's a new word I just made up. That's what I am. I'm not really a producer. (laughs) I am a promoter. Show promoter. Promoter. It doesn't really have a a good uh, description. No, it doesn't. Let's not go with promoter. No, producers were demanding that they like stroke her ego, like compliment her, tell her what a big fan you are, and it's like the guests are already fans of Ellen. Uh, but to be told that you have to flatter her, they're saying was really weird. Now, again, this that, makes me think no, that Ellen yes. can't be behind this. This makes me think that producers are taking it into their own hands to say, mm-hmm. hey, you know, it would be great if you just let her know what a big fan you were. Sure. Yeah, right. I don't know. Could this be being blown out of proportion? It could be. Certainly. Certainly it could be. Um, I mean, you don't know if producers are saying, hey, when you're on the show, when you're a guest, make sure you tell Steve and Elizabeth that you've been watching them for a long time. And that's, how great his hair looks. Yeah. Like, that's just weird. <laughs> that is really weird. Uh, I, I, I would hope that that would only be a thought that the producers would have. Um, and I, by the way, I don't like that thought at all anyway, but it would... Be, I guess, more understandable, a little easier to palette that as opposed to her. Like, boy, guys, no one's, I want to know that these people like, I can't even imagine someone being so into themselves. Right. That they would want that. Right. I think they, it, it sounds like something that they would take into their own hands and think would be a good idea. But again, but where did they get that whole uh, concept or, or the feeling that they needed to do that? Good question. I don't you know, know for ratings. I, I, I don't know. You know, I think if you get to a point where you're of a certain celebrity status and you're working on a show that has so much notoriety, then there must, maybe that's when you're at risk to stuff like yeah. that, you know? I don't know. It's it's just, I, I don't know. I juxtapose that just quick, very quickly. I know we don't have much time, but... With what I have experienced, anytime I've encountered um, the the team at Live with Kelly and Ryan, like everyone on their team is just so down to earth, kind. You never hear any and nothing like you know. It's just like, but you know what's maybe different about that? That's at a shot at a local studio. It's like a lo- it's shot at the local ABC, and then it has gone national. Where the other one is like oh, on the right. Warner Brothers lot, where That's I think true. that just feels a little different. True, it, it you know, and maybe slowly like a gas leak that affects the culture differently, and people have different mindsets. Where it's I, I don't know, you can I think it's you could be at risk of having a really inflated view of yourself, your show, sure. your importance, all that, where, whereas you can also take the other approach, which is just humble, down-to-earth, Be humble. approachable. Be humble. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if she addresses all the other stuff. But um, for now, that's what we got on Ellen.
Uh, we got to go, but when we come back, Steve, you saw something with the NBA last night that you liked? I liked it, and I think uh, more places should try to do this. I think it would be good for the fans. I'll tell you what they did when we come back. It's the Donna and Steve Show on my talk. I have good news, bad news. All right. The good news is we still have our listener rewards going in July. Oh, that's cash good. prizes all month long. Listen daily, weekly, monthly. You can win different amounts of cash. Sure. Prize packs also up for grabs. You can get the app or stream online uh-huh, uh-huh. to get registered. The bad news, um, it's almost the end of July. But the good news hmm? is there'll be listener rewards for August. Woo! Brand new ones that we can talk about? You got it, buddy. You're my I want to clap new. two times now. Okay. Are you done? Yep. Okay, good. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. I watched a little basketball. We're playing basketball. This is back. The NBA is back. There was the marquee matchup last night for all you sports fans. It was the Los Angeles Lakers versus the Los Angeles Clippers. LeBron James, center stage, came down to the end. Tie game, 20 seconds left. LeBron goes down the lane, misses it, follows his own miss, puts in the rebound for the game-winning bucket. It was dramatic. Hmm. It was cool. Two things that I saw in the game that I thought were really cool. First of all, on Twitter... I saw this picture of all of these other NBA superstars there at the game, sitting on folding chairs, socially distanced from each other, wearing masks. But that's one cool thing about how the NBA is doing it, where they're doing it all in the bubble down in Florida. All the teams are there. They're sharing a few, I believe, three different courts, and they all just keep rotating. But it's kind of like this camp feel. Because then you could just have LeBron James sitting there watching yeah. the team he might be playing tomorrow. So it has like a like a if you ever played in a, a sports tournament um, in high school mm-hmm. where you travel somewhere and then you stay there for the weekend and you're watching some other games and it just feels like ah oh, this is cool man we're all here the team that we're playing tomorrow they're already they're watching our game today it's just a cool feeling and it's really fun to see that when you see these big name NBA stars on the sideline because they just want to watch some basketball. What else do they have to do? Yeah, they're stuck exactly. They're stuck there. So that was one cool thing. I think we'll see more of that. The other cool thing was, I suppose we'll chalk this up to Disney. Since they're at the wide world of sports complex in Disney, they had, so it's an empty empty place, but it's not like a stadium. It's not like baseball's playing at stadiums right now where 40,000 people could fit. Mm-hmm. This is just a little basketball court. There are no stands or anything like that. But where the stands would have been, they had these flat screens. And on these digital screens all around where you could, what you could see at home if you were watching, were faces of fans, but not cardboard cutouts. Instead, (laughs) it was people who were live streaming themselves watching the game, presumably through an NBA app or something. And since it was an LA Lakers home game, technically... They had the Los Angeles Lakers logo up on the walls, um, and then they they turned the cheering up for you know the fake cheering. They would turn up for the Lakers, but when they would score, these people were really watching the game in oh. real time. So then you see a video, and it's like someone really in their living room, like going crazy, like yes, LeBron just hit that shot, 
And so it added this. It was the one step further that I think you get because you have the creative folks at Disney and access to their technology right there on site. Mm -hmm. But it made it feel uh, just an added element of like, we get it. It ain't normal, but that feels cool that you're seeing all these folks. And had it been a Clippers game, you could have had all of these Clippers fans broadcasting from their living rooms. And it was big enough where you could see the people. And I thought, what a thrill it would be if you're a fan mm-hmm. to be able to catch yourself yeah, for on sure. one of the screens. Oh, that's neat. It was cool. And the quality of basketball was great. It was it was just, it was fun. It was fun to, fun to have it back. Who won? The Lakers. Lakers Surprise. won. Surprise. <laughs> right? Yeah, seriously. This was a good one. Let's all we're, we're cheering for LeBron, Don right, guys? It. All right. While we're talking sports, though, Don, uh, what do we know about Dr. Crutchfield and the Twins logo? Yeah, so um, Dr. Crutchfield, who Lori and Julia um, are indoors, friends with yep. and endorse, uh, he wants a change to the Twins logo. He said, please read. This is on his Facebook. You can find him, Charles Crutchfield, on Facebook. Uh, this he did this put this post up a couple months ago in the survey uh he took a survey of people and it says the twins have been with us since 1961 they still have the same logo created probably in 1960 i was thinking it might be time for an updated or refreshed twins logo to reflect our current times players and culture Hmm. the twins are a fantastic and receptive organization and i'd love to present our results to them for consideration i offer three choices uh, so he wanted, um, so you've got Minnie and Paul on two yep. sides of the river there, uh, shaking hands. And he basically has darkened Paul's skin so that he can be a person of color. Oh, that's cool. I, I think this is... I love that. You know, I, I'm uh, admittedly, um, baseball on TV is not necessarily my thing, but I love going to baseball games in person. That's the best way sure. to watch, you know, the twins. And yeah. what do you guys think about this? I think it's a great idea. That's it. Well, I think he's now, onto something. Mm-hmm. Now is certainly the time. Um, you know, there's there's all, already the headway, obviously, with what's happening with uh, the Washington football team, mm-hmm. as they will be known, by the way, for the rest of this year. Oh, okay. Officially the Washington football team for this upcoming NFL season. Um, but, yeah, hey, listen, um, it's everyone seems to be more open-minded about different things now and different topics that if had you asked them six months ago, they might've just brushed it off and said, no, nah. So, well, and the other thing is these are things because we are not people of color that mm-hmm. we don't notice. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, sure. I think this is wonderful for um, young men and women to see like themselves represented a little bit better. You know, I think it's really cool, and I think that that to me was would have been so benign in the past. Like I wouldn't have even occurred to me, right? But now I'm really grateful for this perspective. This, yes, and Dr. This, Crutchfield is a person of color, and his from his perspective, absolutely, he, he sees. You know, when you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, they are pretty white. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm I'm like grateful for this new like level of awareness yes. that a lot of us have. Right. Because, honestly, I think the pandemic had a lot to do with it because there wasn't a lot going on and you're just kind of forced to focus on things in the news and and tragedies. Couldn't bounce away from the topic as as easily as other times when life is quote-unquote normal. Right. I think it's fantastic. Good on him. Good idea. For calling a change. For a change. Mm -hmm. Speaking of I, did you say good idea? Mm -hmm. Yes. I did. Dr. Fauci. 
Wear goggles or eye shields to prevent the spread of COVID-19. I saw this yesterday and would, thought... Would you... Listen, most people struggle wearing a mask. Yeah. He says if you have goggles or an eye shield, you should use it. I mean, if Donna, you want... you going to wear goggles? Um, depends where I am. You know what I mean? In like, a pool? Yeah. I don't know. It depends. If I'm around a larger group, I would... What about just some uh, some fake prescription free glasses? I think that's not creating the coverage that you need on the side. Donna, Steve, don't. Uh. New Music Friday. <laughs> yeah, we got uh, plenty of it to sample when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.